Well, welcome back to um, Genesis chapter 9. So, we're reading the second half of chapter 9 this this particular day, at this day, on the day of the Lord, this day. We're reading chapter 9, second half. <laughs> Should have gone I in go for that for third cup of coffee. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. The sons of Noah who came out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. These were the three sons of Noah, and from them came the people who were scattered over the whole earth. Noah, a man of the soil, proceeded to plant a vineyard. When he drank some of its wine, he became drunk and lay uncovered inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father naked and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it across their shoulders. Then they walked in backward and covered their father's naked body. Their faces were turned the other way so they would not see their father naked. When Noah awoke from his wine and found out what his youngest son had done to him, he said, Cursed be Canaan, the lowest of slaves. The lowest of slaves will he be to his brothers. He also said, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Shem. May Canaan be the slave of Shem and may Jacob. May God extend Japheth's territory, and may Japheth live in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be the slave of Japheth. After the flood, Noah lived 350 years. Noah lived a total of 950 years, and then he died. Wow. Uh, so uh, Noah was the one who was found righteous and before yeah. God. Not the sons, right? I don't know why mm-hmm. they got to come, except they needed more people. But um, Ham. Noah? Yeah. Huh? But, Noah was old, first off. Old. I think that's probably why they needed yeah. more people. Because yeah. be fruitful and multiply. Noah, Noah, at this point, is already past midway. Yeah, He's 600, 600 years old. Although mm-hmm. God can overcome that. He did with Abraham and Sarah. Not that they were that old, but... Right. That wouldn't yeah. be an insurmountable thing for our God to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't think it was just an issue of like be fruitful and multiply though. Like there's a lot of work that has to happen here. Yeah. So you know, I, one man, I right. Yeah. My personal thought is that that's probably why his sons got to go. Cause there's some work to do. But, but it seems like Japheth and Shem were pretty good guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Ham, not so much. Yeah. He's a disrespectful. Um, I forget some of the other words I used for him. Mocking. He mocked his father mm-hmm. and whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was a gossip because he's telling people too. Like, uh-huh. yeah. If there's something going on and you see it, you don't have to, you don't have to. Literally tell everyone in the world, which he did. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty big contrast. He runs out and tells everybody. 
mm-hmm. then the other two boys avert their faces, you know, put something up so they can't see. They back into the tent. I mean, they go to a lot of trouble mm-hmm. to be respectful of their dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's a pretty big contrast with between Ham and Shem and Japheth. Yeah, this is a pretty big curse that Noah lays on him. Yeah, we were talking like, what? What was this about? I mean, what? So, so I'm not sure if it was was it a curse or a prophecy? Oh, there it is, Christy it's a curse. Canaan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, there's a lot of discussion among scholars about what that phrase of uncovering someone's nakedness really implies. And, and, and there's a lot of discussion that it could imply a lot of things and probably not just seeing somebody naked, but, but right. something else. Right. Mm-hmm. So we don't really know what that something else is, um, but there's a lot of conjecture about it. Mm hmm. Well, we know, no matter what it was, that he was not being honoring of his mother and father. That's exactly right. Which, that's one of the big ten, if you might remember. <laughs> right. That's it right. hasn't come down yet, however. They're important enough, and he knows that. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And when you think of it, his dad's faithfulness is what saved his life. Yeah. It's pretty right. ungrateful. But I, oh. I wanted to talk a little bit. I like... Um, Okay, so he had time to plant a vineyard and mm-hmm. make wine. So I did a little research on winemaking and vineyards. And so they, they say from um, planting to harvesting is three years. Wow. It takes three years for those vines to come to um, eight, you know, fruition and, and age properly and all that kind of stuff. So at this point, they have been um, on the new land, in the new earth, for three years, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has to be longer because then you have to have the wine ferment. Right. Because you yeah. don't just pluck it off the vine and drop it in and it's wine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so some time has gone by, for sure. Years yeah. have gone by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're probably sick each other. Yeah. Don't you think? Don't you think they're tired of each other? Oh, yeah. I, I think they were when they came off the ark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But here's Noah, the righteous one, getting drunk. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, I, you know what? It, we have sin in us. There's no getting away from it. No matter how close mm-hmm. we walk with God, we all still do and say and think yeah. things that aren't pleasing to him. And there's just, well, he already told us <laughs> they, everything they think or imagine is bent toward evil from childhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we have a bent, a sin bent, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so, and even when we're saved, while we're new creatures, we have to work out that salvation. We have to take off the old man and put on the new. Um, and that doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. You know what, going back here just a minute in the FYI box in our homework on page seven, it says that um, 
There's a couple things. Ham took a sniggering delight in the spectacle of his aged father sprawled naked in his tent. He also took perverse pleasure in exposing his father's folly to his brothers. His actions mocked and ridiculed. And that's by Kent Hughes. And then there's another one. Um, Nakedness has been linked with sexuality, privacy, and vulnerability. When the Bible speaks of uncovering nakedness, it is usually referring to some type of sexual sin, perversion, or dishonor. So, yeah. If you, you have think it. about it, this man is the father of all the earth at this point, mm-hmm. right? He is the ultimate head of household, all the households, the only one. (laughs) And his son who is supposed to honor him is like, Hey, look at dad's shriveled up old. (laughs) 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 Come look, come look, look Uh what he's doing in there. Like he got drunk and now he's passed out. And mm, just think about how dishonoring that is. Like this is the man whose righteousness saved you mm-hmm. from complete and utter devastation. And right. now you're going to be all pervy about it. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to take it kind of a little bit here. It's like just noticing how we do this to each other this uncovering, this vulnerability, this laying each other out in not good ways. Mm -hmm. I look at, um, in particular, social media, the cancel culture. It's like you're telling the whole world on social media things. You're you're doing this stuff that, or I'm saying you, it's like we do these things where we lay people out and there's no redemption in that. That's a part of this. It's like God... um, we, as Christians, we have redemption, we have forgiveness, you know, and, but in the cancel culture right now, it's this coldness, this laying out this perversion. And there is a lot of sexuality in what, what's happening today. Um, but it's not just the sexuality. The part that's bothering me right now is the, um, it's like emotional vulnerability. We don't have that safety, um, like it's like you're exposed on social media. People's lives are getting destroyed, right? Yeah. So I'm just seeing the parallels with that. Yeah. No mercy anymore right. for any mistake or any wrong thought or wrong action. And then who's the arbiter of that? Not not God anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think in our society in particular, but but really in a lot of countries around the world. Um, you know, we're not looking at a Christian Judeo ethic any longer as, as a guide for morality and behavior. Um, so then who is the arbiter of that? Is it just every man for himself? I decide what I think is okay and what's not. I think that's kind of what we've descended to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it opens up. If you, you put anything out there, you've lost, we've lost our privacy. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and we're v- really vicious with one another. We're not very forgiving. We're not very kind. And um, the word is pretty clear that we get mercy the way we give it. Mm-hmm. So it's a very dangerous 
aspect of our culture right now that there's no mercy. We don't extend mercy or grace to one another. Um, we're very judgmental. And only God is the judge. So let me pull out the knife and stab us all in the back right now. Okay. Because we do this in the church all oh, the yes. time. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. All the time. Because you don't believe what I believe. Mm-hmm. Because um, we should really pray for so-and-so. Because did you mm-hmm. hear yeah. Mm-hmm. Come yeah. on. That is not mm-hmm. that is not a prayerful, humble attitude. That is not lifting someone to the Lord. That is straight up gossiping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not lifting someone up. That is tearing them down. Yeah. If you don't believe what I believe politically, if you don't believe what I believe um, biblically, you know, because there's some gray. Let's just be real. There's yeah. there's some gray. There are definitely black and whites, but there's some gray. Um, theologically, there's some, because we don't know, because we weren't there, like Mm -hmm. the flood, like the dinosaurs, like, you know, whatever. It's not, there are things that are not clearly defined. So if you don't think the way I do, if you don't um, wear a face mask, or if you do wear a face mask, Mm -hmm. or if you voted for this person or that person, or if you, um, even if you attend X church or Y church, mm-hmm. like there, people are ugly yeah. and we do mm-hmm. it. And we're the ones that people should be looking to, to be an example of what not to do. No, I said that wrong. Of how to treat people who do things that we don't do. Right. Well, because yeah, that, that, go ahead, Angie. We got the name Christian because people saw that we, we're different, that we loved mm-hmm. like Jesus did, that we, so that's what identified Christians in the beginning was that love. Mm-hmm. So that is, now, that's not what people see now. Let's no. just be real. That no. if you, in a lot of areas of the world, say Christian, you are known for what you're against. That's right. I am against this. You can't do that. You are going to hell because you do this. All of these things that we stand against, but people don't know us what we stand for. For yeah, mm-hmm. as so, a general population. So it's, it's like when we're confronted with these situations, it could be within our own family. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That this is going on, and we see the unkindness, like you were saying, Terry, to the mocking. Um, and it's like, how do we then back into the situations with a covering? out of graciousness for the person. Mm -hmm. They both saw the truth. They both saw what happened, the brothers, Mm -hmm. right? And they made decisions instead of to join in with Ham to try to do what they could to provide cover. Mm -hmm. And so that person is not as vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Kindness and give Mm -hmm. respect to a person when they um, probably weren't in a position for, he was, he was drunk. He was this, he was that. And they made a decision to be loving and kind towards him mm-hmm. um, at a time when he couldn't have, you know, determined that or, or made them do that. You know, how can we do that to our, our family? We could start with our family first, but then move it out into the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, first off, keep your lips zipped. Right? right? Like, we don't need to tell the whole world everybody's business. 
<laughs> and yeah. you don't have to attend every argument that you are invited to. Right. Yeah. Like right. they, right. they did, did a great job of just shutting this down. Like we're mm-hmm. just going to go cover him and we're going to do it yeah. in a respectful way mm-hmm. instead of making this big thing about it, which that's a big deal. Yeah, I agree. We protect each other. We're supposed to have each other's backs. There's, you know, yeah. It provides dignity for each other. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to that whole thing of being made in God's image. If we really acknowledge that, and we're, then we're going to respect other people. Um, and I think yeah. that that's a major problem in the world today. If, if we're not acknowledging that all of us are made in God's image, then we're not going to respect each other. You know, I'm just going to respect you based on what I think is good or not good. And coming alongside to say, yes, we're all made in God's image and we are all sinners, mm-hmm. all of us. And there is no sin greater than another. Sin is sin. Sin is sin. Yeah. I do think that we're really bad about grading sin. I think we, we mm-hmm. tend to think that we can do that, that we, you know, so my sin's not as bad as your sin. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, I have to I admit, there are, I, I feel that way. Mm-hmm. And I know that to, in God's eyes, sin is sin. In my eyes, that's not the way I see it. Yeah. I think there are mm-hmm. greater sins and there are lesser, lesser ones. Yeah. But some sins might mess up your day or hurt somebody. Some sins will land you in jail. Mm-hmm. So when you look at it um, kind of like that, like that, to me, if, you know, there are, like, if you come into if my house and you, you steal, you know, 20 bucks out of my, you know, wherever, okay, that's bad enough. You come in and you kidnap my granddaughter, mm-hmm. that's way worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. that, that is how I feel about it. And God Carrie was saying about to, Oh, go ahead, Suzanne. No, it's okay. Go ahead. For real. I was just going to say, Terry was about to tell us where she keeps her safe. I but. know. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think that there's, was so funny. There's <laughs> ways to kind of look at stuff like, um, God did say murder is pretty bad. That, that that's a very huge sin. So we can sit there here all day and kind of go, okay, this, this. But the truth is any sin separates us from God. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's where they're all the same. I, I've, I've been looking at, so I just want to say, like we've had some phenomenal teaching from the teachers that are coming in. And um, just I've really been kind of looking at some of the stuff. And the other thing we've been able to do is go into some of the groups as they, you know, as other women are um, talking about this. And it was, it was like, um, almost like picturing a bullseye where I'm going back to this one. Um, It's like God said, don't eat that fruit from the tree of good and evil, knowledge of good and evil. And so then Eve took that and she put another ring around that bullseye. And it was like, don't touch, don't touch the fruit. And so I think it was, it was Jenny who was talking about this. And she said, so then when Eve goes and grabs the fruit, Doubt comes in big time, even bigger, because, oh, look, she's touched the fruit and she hasn't died yet, right? So that that increased the problem. And I'm looking at how I deal with sin 
and what I'm doing with sin. And, and that whole situation, it, it's like it, at first it seems like Eve was doing a good thing and putting this, this extra barrier around God, what God had said, because if you don't even touch it, then you're not going to eat it, right? And at first it sounds like, well, okay, that's not that big of a deal. But what that extra circle did around that bullseye, what that extra thing did is it allowed Eve to operate without God, without that connection to God, right? She was in her own world with her own rules. Don't touch the fruit. That's the real issue. It's not even about, but God said, don't eat the fruit, right? And so I think I just picture Ham and going, oh, we can have some fun here or something mm-hmm. like that. And he's without God. That is like the first thing that happens, I think, with sin is we walk away from God or we create a barrier um, between us and God. That's what sin does. So I, I'm not like, yeah, I guess there probably are gradients and we can look at all that. Some go to prison, some don't. But the ultimate thing is we're separated from God and we're living in our rules. Yeah. Well, the, there are different consequences, certainly, for different sins. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. If you steal $20 out of Terry's cookie jar, that's right. one consequence. If you kidnap her granddaughter, that's another consequence. Right. So, absolutely, there are different consequences to sin. But the whole, you're right, Rosemary, I think the whole thing of sin is that it separates us from God. No matter what that sin is, that consequence occurs for everything. Right. Um, yes. And to be mm-hmm. autonomous, to not be living under <clears throat> God's rule, but under my own rule. You know, I set myself up as a God, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm making the rules, and I'm the one in charge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that is the ultimate thing. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And that includes yourself. Um, and yet I think that, you know, we, we all slip in and out of that. You know, I can handle this. Mm-hmm. I can make that decision. I can do it. So I've got this picture of the street, the sidewalk, and then the driveway. We had another teaching from Karen about that, that you have freedom in the backyard. As you come to the driveway, I'm going to watch you closer. And then as we get to the street, I'm holding your hand. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I kept going on with that. And I'm like, okay, street, what if it's candy street? I'm out there. This is fun. This is great. I'm in the street. Social media street. Oh, this is fun. I get to see what people are doing. Fashion street, media street, blah, blah, blah street, right? Um, What people think of me street. It it can be anything in that street, right? It's moving fast. It's exciting. And then I get hit, right? And I can get destroyed. And the way our, our social stuff happens right now, you can be canceled completely. That's terrifying. So now I'm back in the garage. I've gone all the way back over here and it's like, I'm going to fix this. And this driveway is filled with fear. I just kept picturing God going on the sidewalk, going, come walk with me. Mm. Just come walk with me. Don't go in the street. Just don't Mm -hmm. go in the street. Just hold my hand. I have a whole life for you out here on the sidewalk. It's not filled with fear. It's filled with connection. It's filled with life. It's filled with people. It's filled with new things. Just hold my hand. Let's walk yeah. on the sidewalk together. And so that's, that's kind of the thing that keeps running in my head is, hmm, maybe I could just walk on the sidewalk with God. 
No, it doesn't have to. I want to walk on the sidewalk with guys. <laughs> Isn't that getting to be a great picture? Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, picture. we can play hopscotch too. I would let him win. <laughs> I bet you he could. You wouldn't have to let. I know. I know. <laughs> anyway. the, the beauty of that is that God did send someone who will stand on the sidewalk and who is calling to us. Right. Yes. Like he sent right. his son to be bulldozed on the candy lane so that we don't have to. He has right. built that sidewalk of Jesus. And yes. he's like, hey, come on, I've got you. Come yeah. with me and see how awesome it is. And I'm going to keep you safe. Yeah. And you are going to be loved and we're going to have a good time. And maybe he will let you win at Hopscotch. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> I think his giant steps and everything are big, bigger than yours. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he probably made the rock and the sidewalk yeah. and everything too. <laughs> it's really hard to cheat with God. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On that note, I'm gonna close yeah. this out today. Let's do that. Okay. That's good. Oh. Uh, God, you are amazing and you are so good and so gracious. And you give us so many examples, Lord, of how we can um, trust you. And you give us examples of what not to do, because there is a lot of messed up stuff that we read in the Bible, Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, we're just as messed up as the people there. It it just looks different. Um my messed up is different than Rosemary's is different than Terry's is different than Angie's is different than my neighbor's is different than Ham's. Um, but God, we are all just messed up and we just need you. And that's the reality of it. So I thank you for sending Jesus. I thank you that he hung on the cross. I thank you that he now waits on the sidewalk for me um, to hold my hand and to show me what life is like, Lord, and what we can do and live in the sun play hopscotch, um, and just live this free life, Lord. And I thank you for that. Um, I pray that we would lean into that, God. I pray that we would have your eyes for the people that are around us, God, that we would have compassion, that we would have um, a generous spirit, Lord, and that we would have humility, that we would protect those that are most vulnerable, Lord, when they can't protect themselves. I pray that you would show us how we can step into that, um, whatever that looks like, Lord, um, I just pray that you would reveal that to us and that we would be brave enough to take the step that needs to be done, that we um, would be like the brothers and that we would turn our heads and that we would um, provide humility, that we would provide the covering of you, Lord, um, and just that we would be a living example of that blanket that was covered, God. Um, I pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.